Now that it's springtime, it's only getting hotter here in South Florida. Make sure your AC and your home or business is running smoothly by investing in a preventative maintenance plan from MS Air Conditioning. Visit MS Air Conditioning at ac-florida.com or call them at 954-421-3680. Here's your host, Sean Stanley. Bringing you back in Dry Pink Stadium, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It is the Squared Circle Digest. Don't forget, you can be a part of the show calling 888-441-4623. Texas at 844-416-8123. Live on YouTube. Good morning, Willie. How are we doing, sir? Good to see you bright and early. And then also, we are on the Podbean Live. I want to thank everybody that's in there with us. We got a few in there. The Good, the Bad, the Ugly Truth. We got Hobo Chillin'. Viking Descent, and uh, TZU, and a bunch of numbers. 829-171-661-020608. want to thank everybody that's in there this morning. We're talking some WrestleMania talk here this morning. Uh, night one didn't get all the way through there in the first segment. So Bad Bunny made his uh, debut. Touched on a little bit in segment, the end of segment one there. Don't forget if you missed anything in segment one, check out the podcast on any podcasting platform. It was the Miz and Morrison against Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny got the celebrity entrance on top of the 18-wheeler, which is apparently what he's using to promote his next tour in 2022. If you saw any of the programming afterwards, you saw him on the same 18-wheeler. And here's the thing. A lot of people, you know, want to make fun about Bad Bunny and, and everything being there. He took this very seriously. He moved as I said earlier, to Tampa for the last three or four months to just do this WrestleMania. He took this and he respected the business that much that he wanted to make sure. Look, this wasn't one of those where, oh, that's a celebrity come in. You do one spot for them and, and, and they win and then they leave and everybody's happy. You know, again, Bad Bunny brought different eyes to the WWE product. Of course, that's what this is all about. But Bad Bunny went, took the training, understood it. You saw him take heat. He did probably about 10 or 15 minutes of getting his ass kicked. And then he finally got the tag in to Damian Priest. Damian Priest does some stuff. You saw Bad Bunny <laughs> make dives. You saw him, uh, what do you do, the Canadian destroyer outside on Morrison. I mean, you saw him. As a wrestler, right? As an athlete. You saw the athletic side of Bad Bunny. Everybody knows he can perform. He sells multi-millions of albums. Everybody knows he can perform. But you saw him go out of a comfort zone and and physically perform, and he delivered. And uh, kudos to him. And the way he came in, and a lot of people are saying the best non-athlete debut in WWE history. It depends. Uh, the other one I can think of happened earlier this year and is now on the announced team, actually, Pat McAfee. But, again, I guess he's technically an athlete. He came out of the NFL, so he classifies as the athlete. So kudos to Bad Bunny. And now I want to move on to a history-making match. Two African-American women headlining WrestleMania. First time. And, look, I don't know what you – what I've, I've seen people say that this match did not live up to expectations. I don't know what your expectations were. I can tell you now, I honestly do not know what your expectations were. 
this delivered emotionally. There were near falls where you thought, oh, they're actually going to put keep Sasha with the title. Bianca, the whip of the hair that that sliced Sasha open on the side. You have f- physicality there. This match delivered on so many levels to me. And again, I think, look, if you're going to sit there and and try to analyze every second of every match without looking at it and understanding the feel of it, I wasn't too comfortable with the way they built this up. I didn't like the way they built this up leading into it. I thought this could have just went two great athletes battling out. Instead, they wanted Sasha to go more heelish. She did that. And I think at that point, it made me say, okay, Bianca Belair is getting her moment. Now I heard some people saying, did she get the belt too soon? No. She got it right. You built her up to get to the Royal Rumble. She wins the Royal Rumble. You've been building her up the last three months. She gets to WrestleMania. She delivers. She gets the SmackDown Women's Championship. And now she is the woman on top of the hill in the WWE SmackDown. And now I want to jump over to night two because, again, I want to get into the releases next segment. And then, of course, we got crosstalk with David Dwork and Chirping the Cats Radio after that. Night two, of course, was the main event was uh, Daniel Bryan, Edge, and Roman Reigns for the WWE Championship. And uh, I'll give my thoughts on that later. But I want to jump into the card. The first uh, match was uh, Randy Orton against The Fiend. And, uh, again, when I looked at this match, I didn't know what they were going to do. Again, you cannot start a feud by burning somebody. I understand it's wrestling. I, I get all that. I get all the everything that's said about wrestling. But when you burn your opponent alive to start a feud, I'm not sure where you could go. And I didn't think it could get any crazier. And I was wrong. They have done just that. Now, apparently, Randy Orton, apparently the RKO in Raymond James stuns more than the RKO at Tropicana Field on the Thunderdome. Able to get the pin on the Fiend at WrestleMania, but the Fiend got up in the Thunderdome, the Raw leading up. Hmm. But then again, Alexa Bliss wasn't oozing black fluid. Yes, you heard that right. That, that's not a mis, misquote or anything there. It's oozing black fluid. Uh, I thought the entrances were fantastic. Alexa Bliss comes down, skipping uh, the jack-in-the-box, pops open, the fiend rises out of it. The match goes on as expected. And then at the end, Alexa Bliss just sitting there, Losing some kind of black fluid. The Fiend kind of turns around, looks at her, catches the RKO. The match is over. Move on to Raw. And Alexa Bliss looks like she's turned heel as far as in this thing. And now the Fiend, or Bray Wyatt, the Firefly Funhouse, is going to be the babyface. I thought, well, now would be a good time to... Maybe bring a second fiend, as a lot of talk was that Bo Dallas was the second fiend. 
I don't know how that's going to happen if Bo Dallas was released. But again, we'll dive into that in segment three. When you look at the other matches on this card, you had Big E versus Apollo Crews. Look, I thought if you're going to cheat Big E, why didn't you cheat him at the last? Don't cheat him on the grandest stage of them all. Let him have that moment to build the momentum. If you're going to bring in the General Aziz character, do that on the last pay-per-view. Take the belt off of him there. Let him win the title back at WrestleMania. Instead, you've removed the title from him. I'm not going to say you've torn down his momentum because Big E is, is a great uh, athlete and a great performer at what he does. So I'm not worried about that end of it. But I thought you could have kept the belt off of him at the last pay-per-view and let him get the big shine here if you're building him up as the next big thing, which apparently is what they're going to do. A lot of people are looking at it as, okay, well, now they removed the belt off him, so now they can build him up. That's great, but you lost to Apollo Crews. I get that the General Aziz character came in and cheated you, but you still have that loss. I want to see how they build him up. Uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, hey, look, those two have great chemistry together, uh, exactly what I wanted, and uh, I saw Logan Paul get stunned, and I found somebody that takes the stunner worse than Vince and Linda McMahon. Logan Paul. I seriously think he probably broke his jaw. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Sheamus. Again, a match I did not I didn't agree with the victory. And a, and a lot of people, a lot of reports have come out. Uh I seen it on uh Fightful and and some other sites. They're saying that some of the changes were switched. One of those matches being the Fiend and Randy Orton, another match being Riddle and Sheamus. Night two, you got, you know, the the winner being switched. Don't forget, there's betting odds on these matches. Randy Orton was a huge, huge underdog. Somebody made some money. Was that you? Because it wasn't me. I'm not betting on wrestling anyways. I, I know how this works. Sheamus wins the title. I thought Riddle needed the belt more. And then they continued on Raw. And squashed Riddle against Lashley. Riddle must have uh, made somebody very upset. Don't piss off the boss. Looking at some of these other matches we talked about, uh, E and Apollo Crews, Rhea Ripley, Asuka, look, the, the match to me delivered. Exactly what I need to be. Ripley wins the title. And, of course, now the next night on Raw, Charlotte Flair back in the mix. We'll see where that leads to. Leading up to the triple threat main event match, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, Edge. I don't know why you made this a triple threat. Just to have both of them be pinned by Roman Reigns. This was your chance to, you know, and extend actually the storyline of the head of the table because he could have been felt cheated, Right. This is the only way you're getting the belt off of me? It is by, by cheating me in a triple threat match at WrestleMania? You could have extended that storyline so much more other than Edge and Daniel Bryan. They, they lose. They get beat. They got to be clean, both of them. 
Not one taking the other out and then getting caught by a spear. No. A dominant win by Roman Reigns, exclamation point, put on a championship match. It gets no cleaner than that, right? Edge's shoulders down. Daniel Bryan's shoulders down. He said he was going to pin them both. He did. Now Cesaro is in the mix for the title. We'll see where that leads. I know last night he started the match with Uso, and then Seth Rollins came in on the SmackDown. So we'll see where that's leading. I wouldn't mind a Roman Reigns-Cesaro match. I wouldn't mind at all. My wonder is where this leads after you beat Daniel Bryan and Edge clean. What do you do with Edge? What do you do with Daniel Bryan? I get it's professional wrestling. But let's put a little bit of reality to it. Inter-Miami CF fans, join us for every road game as we broadcast live from Dangerous Minds Brewing Company, 1901 North Federal Highway in Pompano. Join Big O and Alex Dono, and I'll be there as well. Enjoy the delicious food, incredible house drafts, and giveaways. Inter-Miami CF fans, your new home for every road game is Dangerous Minds Brewing Company in Pompano. Follow them on Twitter, Dangerous Minds B, and on Instagram at Dangerous Minds Brewing. Listen to OnSideRadio.com anywhere by downloading the MyTuner Radio app in your app store. Or go to MyTunerRadio.com on your web browser. OnSideRadio.com.